2019. No, Connor, come on, go. We're recording. This is the podcast. This is the Psychedelic Athlete Podcast. I am your guest, Mike Turpin, and I'm joined with Claire, the host for this evening. So, Claire, if you just want to go ahead and get us started now. I thought I was the guest. Uh, you are the guest. You're the guest, unless you want to be the host. Okay. So, we have a special, this is actually my first in person thing. It'll be a good vibe because we can sort of communicate. Usually, when I do a podcast, it's kind of like monologue and then monologue and playing topics and people who are, you know, probably used to being a guest on a podcast. But today I have somebody that was not prepared to be a guest on a podcast. My friend Claire is in town for the holidays. And today you actually had a flight get canceled. I did. So we were planning on doing a podcast eventually, probably a Zoom thing. And and we still might do something like that at some point. But this is nice to have my first one. So just to kind of give a little back, I'll give you, I'll give, we'll do, you can breathe for a minute or two because I'm long-winded. Um, when I started making this podcast, I like when podcasts like Joe Rogan, who's somebody I'll probably bring up most podcasts at some point. I like when Joe Rogan brings his friends into the mix. Like if you listen to Joe Rogan, he's got Joey Diaz. He's had people who weren't really famous until they were on the Joe Rogan experience. And I like that he just has conversations with his friends and it's tough because we're like on camera and it's like, this is a podcast. So it's hard to have just like a normal conversation, but you and I, we could talk for hours, you know, okay. we've talked for, we talk all the time. So it's nice just to have a conversation and I like to just, I wanted to have normal people on friends that of mine that I don't get to talk to much. And you were the first person I hit up about that. So it's, you know, it's good. It's, it's perfect timing. This is the fourth episode. So I'm just doing a friend conversation. We have some fun stuff to talk about before that I should just let, let's just uh, give a little bit of update where you've been since I mean, you were, what were you doing when you first moved to New York? Photography? I was doing photography. So you were a model for photography. Were, you know, I mean, you were, you were shooting photos too, right? Or were I, you was, just... I was taking photos. Sometimes people took pictures of me. I do. I do want you to tell us something that we haven't really, it's funny, like looking at the thing and not each other, but I like that. Are I'm you... kind of looking at you. But... All right. I'll look at you. Yeah. It's like a weird, I feel like I'm making eye contact, which is like, this would be a good way to like break eye contact. Like, you know what I mean? I like, like eye contact isn't, are you comfortable with eye contact? I am. You just stare people right, right in, the, in the eye. The whole time you the, talk. The whole time. Doesn't bother you at all. It doesn't bother me one bit. Oh my God. I'm getting better at it. But have you yeah. ever noticed that I'm weird about it? Yeah, but sometimes they say that if you stare at somebody right here in the middle of the forehead, that that can make them very, very nervous. So if you ever need to make somebody very nervous, just look them right there. They get more nervous when you look at their forehead than when you look at their eyes? Yeah, apparently. It's what they say. I find that hard to believe. I know. I would think if you look somebody at the eyes, they, I feel like I, I have, don't make the rules. That's what they say. I have like a weird amount of eye energy. And I think when I stare people in their eyes, like right now, I'm just staring at your eyes through my computer screen and it is like, oh my God, I feel like I'm just making you nervous. Just looking at your eyes. Well, you don't, you don't make me nervous. <laughs> I know, but no. you know, you meet people who are weird about eye contact. I'm not, I don't know. I just, I like eye contact. You've noticed that about me though? Does it stand out? It's probably a form of autism. 
I think you're a little bit autistic. Yes. I mean, I noticed with my grandfather the other day that that you, you kind of were sh- a little bit shifty. Yes. Do <laughs> you think he thought I was shifty? <laughs> no, they love you. Do you think he thinks I'm autistic? Maybe. Maybe. They're not sure. They're not sure. Hard they, to put your finger on. It's it's hard. It's hard with you because you're so engaging. Yeah. You know, and and charming that you know. Exactly. One it's, a unique, never, it's unique. It's a u- unique combination of, of autism. Uh, yeah. And other things. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think there's something there. I, I mean, I've been told that I'm might have Asperger's, you know? Yeah. It's probably why we connect. Probably. We understand <laughs> that part of one another. Probably is why this conversation is going Taking to be the way place, that it is. Right yes, the way that it is. <laughs> this is a very autistic podcast. Um, so... <laughs> You were, you know, no, what it's I artistic. Remember, it's artistic. It's art. Yes, artistic. <laughs> I had an autistic friend who was way more autistic than me. But you remember, <laughs> do you remember Jesse? I guess I could say yes. his last name, but you, I don't he have to the, know. The station. Yes, he worked mm-hmm. with me in the deli. I do. And this is so terrible. But keep in mind, I was like 19, so it's not as bad. But maybe even younger. I was probably younger. I was playing video games with Jesse, and he was being extra himself. And I made the comment that like in front of people when Jesse was around, I would talk about how artistic I thought he was. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I'm not artistic at all. And, you, know, <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> but he was playing guitar here on like easy. And he just couldn't, like the first song on easy, if you've ever played guitar, you know, yeah. it's not hard to do it on beginner or easy or whatever it is. But Jesse, he'd be so frustrated. This is a funny story about Jesse. So he had a calendar brain. Have you ever heard of somebody? Oh, yeah. He, he was able to memorize numbers and license plates and everything. Everything. Back to front. Mm-hmm. So he not only did he know license plates, when he was six years old. See, I went to elementary school with him. When Jesse was six, you could say, like, let's say you would say July 18th, 1988. He would just say Tuesday. And it... <laughs> And it's six years old, he could do it. They did a write-up about him in the Aegis, the local newspaper. And um, yeah, it was it was it was interesting. He's uh what's he doing now? Uh, he got super religious and moved to some Midwestern country with his family. And he was doing preacher-ish stuff. He was involved in math. He graduated from Towson hmm. with a math degree. And he was adulting all right, you know. Yeah. He was he's self-sufficient. Okay. He, he lives a good life. You know, he lost a bunch of weight. He used to be really, like a bigger I kid. I didn't remember him being you um, might have known him if you knew him when we were friends, he had already lost weight. Oh. Yeah, but he was a bigger kid in high school if you knew if you remember him in school. No, I don't. But he was one of those kids where like his parents never really talked about the fact that he was, you know, autistic. They didn't really talk about him or treat him like he had any sort of thing, you know, but he clearly, I mean, he was different. Um, I'll tell one story. So we did a bunch of pranks at the, the deli, like crazy stuff. We always just do stupid shit. And he thought it would be funny because he saw the movie shaft and then the movie movie shaft, it's like something like, I don't know if it's something, something is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was nature is a bad mother fucker, but instead of fucker, he says, shut your mouth, right? Yeah. So there was a thing, and I think it was nature is a bad mother. And and it was full throttle energy drink. And Jesse wrote, 
on a piece of paper and taped it to all the full throttle cans in the cooler. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Blow it. <laughs> so they were on the shelves to be sold. <laughs> like a piece of paper that he wrote. Shut your mouth. No. Yeah. <laughs> One time we had a guy who started working there. They hired as like a manager and it wasn't like a real manager. It was a guy that was renting the place next door from the owners of the deli and they were bringing him in to like supervise all of us. And we had, we didn't like it. The guy didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know anything about the store, but he wanted to like, you know, tell us what to do. So Jesse would hear us complain about it and he felt like he needed to do something about it. And he wrote this like three page thing on how bringing this guy Bob in was likened to the Cold War. <laughs> so he gave a history lesson on how problematic the Cold War was and comparing Bob and the owners of the deli to, I think maybe, is it Stalin? Stalin. Stalin. Yeah. I still have that somewhere. That's too much. It's a gem. So, you know, something we've never, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Not long after you moved, you did something crazy. And I have to ask you about this right off the bat. And it's not like this is your main thing. This is my claim to fame. But but it was a wild thing to do, right? Anybody who's ever done something like this would remember. You might know where you were living and you were neighbors or something in the same building with Patty Smith. Oh, yeah. Punk rock superstar. Yeah. And um, which is crazy. Today I talked about like favorite like female front men or like, you know, front people or like artists. And I forgot Patty Smith. Mm -hmm. But you read a read a poem at a Patty Smith concert before yeah. she went up there? Yeah, we I uh yeah, I did. And um we were we are still friends to this day. Um yesterday actually she received the key to the city from Mayor de Blasio. Was, uh, What's that mean? Key to the city. Key to the city is just a, a sort of an award. Prestigious. Prestigious thing. thing, right? Like, like St. Peter Gates of Heaven or something like that. I, so if you're a good person, oh and, yeah, right, right, Peter it's gives you kind a gate. of right, yeah. like poet laureate. So you, you can know, leave and come back, right? You can kind of like visit, hell, visit, Earth. And come back if you if you please, or you could. That's how you, your admissions Earth. basically. Yeah. you're the admissions admissions after you've been in heaven for so long it's like rump springer for the amish <laughs> yeah that oh yeah back to earth. The cocaine and the yes. that one yeah you come back to earth for a little while you're allowed to visit hell and then you see if you really want to be a member of heaven or not right that's what it is so they give you the key so patty smith has a key to to new york city wow yeah right now that's pretty hard to you know especially with lockdown and stuff <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's only one, so. Yeah. Um, how nervous were you before that? Before, before what? Oh, know, the, the, the reading the poem. Smith yeah. concert? Well, she supported me the whole way through, and I was moderately drugged at the time. Okay. Uh, I was on a, a maintenance situation, and uh, but it didn't really seem to matter. I was very nervous. I mean, I remember getting up there and the sea of people uh, at the Bowery Ballroom. I mean, it was packed and um, I was reading this uh, poem and 
I don't know how I got through it um, because my heart was beating so fast. I thought I wasn't going to be able to speak. And um, I did. And wow, it was oh, an incredible experience, you know, and she. I guess a lot of people there. Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know how many people were there. 6,000 maybe cool. more, more even you know, people in the uh, you know balconies and stuff like that. Uh, but we, she and I parted ways for a little while. I was um, misbehaving for a while and sort of uh, wasn't that nice to her. And and then more recently, I, I took some balls. Uh, yeah, it really did to, to be, be mean, mean to Patty Smith. Oh, I have the emails. Yeah, I was I was really I was nasty. And um, I think back on like she, she probably thought, what the hell are you? <laughs> uh, but uh, whatever, she yeah, loved you me. You were probably like, who the hell are you? Yeah, like, who are you, Patty Smith? Yeah, <laughs> or something, rock star extraordinaire. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a please. claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, I was mean to Patty Smith. Um, anyway, uh, more recently, uh, she got back in touch with me, and I saw her perform at um, the Forum. I think it was in Los Angeles. Uh, just a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So obnoxious. Um, Don't knock anything over. <laughs> Please go lay down. Go lay down. My dog is just, he's, this is tough for him. Having a guest, a brand new guest. He's never met Claire before. Yeah. Um, lay down. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now you live in Hollywood. I want to, I saw West, West Hollywood. Hollywood. That's dubious yeah, distinction. distinction. Yeah. What's East Hollywood like? Rougher? It's rougher. rougher. Yeah. Is there well, East Hollywood. I don't know about East Hollywood, but I always think of Hollywood as north. But I guess there is an East as well. So but it's north and west or two it's more like For me, I think of just Hollywood, North Hollywood, and West Hollywood. Yes. Um, yeah. And what those, about those South are, Hollywood. I've never heard of South, <laughs> South Hollywood. I can't even do a Southern accent. Uh, My brother moved to Tennessee. <laughs> My brother has a Tennessee accent now. He does. Yeah. Oh no. He hides it pretty well sometimes when you talk to him on the phone, but I know he does. I mean, he can't help it. Yeah. Stuff. Some people you pick up just, on it. But he would not be the person you would expect to have a southern accent, right? No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, I know when I come come home here to Heartland, I sometimes pick up on it. You know. Oh, you pick up on like a Maryland. Not really. They say Merlin, you know, Merlin. and I I'm thinking, what the hell is Merlin? Yes. Uh, I never say Mary. It's Maryland. Oh. I don't know about that. It's Maryland. It's not Merlin either. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a little bit of a, I think the way I do my A's, I'm not West, I definitely don't have a West Coast accent, but you might not be able to pick, I don't have like a You don't have any, accent. I don't think you have any accent. It's yeah, not very to Mike distinct. You know, one time that bitch, Steph, oh, my ex, yeah. yeah. She's a bitch for this reason. She told me I had a uh, Maryland accent. No, I don't I think mad. so. I don't, like, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that. No. You, you have a lot of different accents though. Yeah. I recall. Well, I mean, you, you've done, you can do all kinds. Well, I mean, if I try to, but the one that I just naturally comes out of me is probably even know anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's all an act. Yeah. It's just one performance piece yeah. until I die. Exactly. Keep them guessing. Right. Yeah. Next um, question. Yeah. Next question. Um, what is the square root? Okay, so, <laughs> oh, so I want to get into like debaucherous stuff. So oh, debauchery. Yeah, let's put it, let's just go over the background of like, okay, we went to high school together. Mm -hmm. we you were, were a grade above me. 
Yes. Yeah. And uh, when I was a, maybe a junior, mm -hmm. we were in the same German class. Yep, Herr Blake. We were in a class with Frau Feather. Frau Feather. Oh my gosh. I yes. forgot about her. That was the craziest. And she made the beef stroganoff. Yes. Didn't she? Yes. Mm -hmm. That was insane. People ran that class. Like, yeah. you've never seen a more out of control class. <laughs> it was the, the guy, Travis, who would do Voas Travis. Okay. I have a, I have a Voas, Voas Heinrich. Voas Heinrich. Yes. Yeah. So we went to school with the kid, Travis. He had diabetes. He would have like Necco wafers in his pocket and stuff. And fruit <laughs> <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually have a funny story. Travis was on my basketball team and he was one of those kids that was just like, could never, like, you know, he never scored a point. He was never really in many games, just a little bit. But in the championship game, we were up by a certain amount. And my, my dad was substitute coaching because Joey Becker's dad couldn't be there. Oh, if you remember Joey I Becker. do. And he put Travis in and Travis made like uh, the basket of all baskets. Yep. I mean, it wasn't necessarily anything special, but he made it. And it was like this huge moment. Well, anyway, Travis in our German class used to hide. And I don't know how it even started. But it became like a German lesson game. This is about as as on focus as we ever were. It was some game that we made up where you would say, Wo ist Heinrich? And Frau would be like, oh, Wo ist Heinrich? Is he in das Teschenmecker? Or whatever that is. Opens up a closet. Oh, nein. Nein. Heinrich, ich bin, oh, is, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, so do you remember when I got him written up? Because he wasn't there. And I came up with the idea of playing Boas Heinrich as if he was hiding. He's actually hiding. I said, I said, Boas Heinrich. So we're looking for him. I said, he's out there in the courtyard. I remember. He was out in the, in the courtyard. Yeah. I said, hey, where are you going, dude? And Frau thought he was out there. And for like five minutes was trying to get him to come in and wrote up an office referral because he wouldn't come, in, he wouldn't come back in the class. <laughs> Oh. I remember her sitting at the desk writing that. I do. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember? So there was, my name was Axel in that class. And it was Dagmar. 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 I didn't know your German name. Mm -hmm. We had German names. Dagmar. Now there was another Axel, a guy named Andy Krensen. Okay. Andy Krensen and this guy, Brett Lacey, were the cowboys. And I was the Native American Axel from Germany. <laughs> and we used to have Cowboys versus Indian fights, you know, and we would like throw spitballs at each other. Oh, yeah. Or not spitballs. We'd ball up pieces of paper and throw them at each other and have Cowboys versus Indians stone throwing things at each other. And it was chaos. And mm -hmm. she couldn't get us to stop. And we just <laughs> pretended like we were really pissed and going to fight. Right. And she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to do with you. I, and then floor is lava. Oh yeah. The floor is lava. We had a kid, remember who had the remote control for the TV on his watch? He was a twin, <laughs> Brian Lang or Corey Lang, I oh. forget which one, but do you remember them? They were yeah. my age. And they could turn the TV on and change channels and stuff with their with watch. Their yeah. So he used to turn the TV on in the middle of class. I mean, it was just nonstop <laughs> chaos. That poor woman. I got that I had to get put in the front of the class 
because we were fighting in the back. So she split me up from the other mm -hmm. axle. Cause then, I, you know, I used to be like, I'd be like, axle on the front right is geared up for an ass whooping. And she'd be <laughs> like, watch yourself. You'd be like, I think axle on the back left is talking, you know, smack and he needs to get, you know, what's coming to him. So then we just start chucking paper <laughs> balls in the middle of class. I remember the paper balls. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, it was total chaos. Like, what are you going to do? Write us all up? You can't send us all to the office. So that's literally the state of her class was, I don't know what to do because everybody deserves to be suspended. Basically. For real. Well, I don't know about me. I was, I was just a witness. Yeah. The so girls were pretty good about it. It was yeah. basically just like the boys impressing the girls by Trying how to, out yeah. of control they could be. Mm -hmm. And then it became like a, a pissing contest between us. It was a us. pissing contest. Yeah. Yeah. So I got sent up to the front because we were throwing paper balls. So for the, for like 20 minutes, I was just throwing, I was crumpling up paper balls in my desk. And when she faced the board, <laughs> I threw like 50 paper balls in front of me and yelled, ow. <laughs> so she thought they threw all these paper balls at me in like a matter of a split second. Yeah. And then we pretended like we were going to get into a fight, me and Brett Lacey. Okay, the two biggest guys in class. Yeah, we're big. Yeah, Brett was as big we as me, big, if, yeah. not big, if not bigger. We were both big kids. Yeah. And then she, she, she didn't want us to get into a fight on the way to the office. She, she sent Josh Heinley up with us. Josh Heinley. Short, oh, tiny yeah. kid. Your oh, my age. God. He looked like a surfer dude, kind of. Yeah. But, yeah, with I the mean, sandals, the flip-flops. Always he, in the flip was, yeah, he was very, very small. Yeah, it was small. And she set him up to be like security guard so me and Brett Lacey didn't get into a fight. It's a good thing we didn't actually want to fight and we right. were just, it was a Messing prank. Messing around, right. It was a constant prank with her. Right. Oh, so anyway, wow. that's how we kind of met. And then the gym in Delta that I, I worked at for a while, but this is before I started working there. I was probably... 18 or 19 and you were going there and you were on a piece of cardio equipment in the back you were either on a treadmill or an elliptical yeah i think it was the treadmill and i walked by and i saw you and i was like oh my god claire whatever and then you said hey or you might have said hey to me one of the two and then i went back and, and got on the cardio equipment next to you and we caught up and then Maybe we started talking on like MySpace or, you know, just being friends. And then we went to like Fell's Point together. Do you remember that? It doesn't matter. But we started like hanging out and being friends. That was kind of like the origin of us uh, hanging out yes. back. It was around that long ago. Well, let's fast forward. Let's get to some, some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, the juicy stuff. Juicy yeah. stuff. Okay. So we used to throw these orgies back at night. <laughs> so, so, okay. I came up with this. Well, you were already pretty good at, at taking things and putting them in your pocket when you should not. No, I guess I, I, guess I was. Huh? Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You bitch. <laughs> you should not do that. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. No, no. So <laughs> leave it at that. I, I figured you would be a perfect sidekick for what I was fixing to do. Yeah. I had this dream, and they, I think they call it a push out in general <laughs> terms. I think that's when I told I've told this to somebody, and they said that's called a push out. Okay. But yeah, that makes sense. It sounds that sounds right. I used to just take note that the Walmart that I went to, uh, I won't get too specific, but the Walmart that I was going to. I'm like, man, 
nobody's really at the, the door half the time. Like at night, nobody would be at one of the exits and they never really say anything to you. So I was like, what would happen if Connor go lay down, go you go lay down. All right. This is going to happen multiple times in this episode. I mean it. Lay down, son. He's so good. Lay down. All the way. Good boy. So I wanted to fill up a shopping cart and drive it out the, the front doors. And I, I think it was me, you, was, was Kyle there the first time we did it? I don't think so. I think it was always just the two of us. Did I ever do it with you with Kyle? No. You, you one time the three of us did it. Are you sure? One time the three of us did it, I think. Remember he had an expedition? Were we like... And we, we, we loaded it up outside. I think me and you were considering the television. Yes. That, that was the time. Yeah. We were trying to get a TV. Yeah. One time. I, so I, I did it with you first and I did it with you um, at least several times. I also did it with Kyle and we even took a shopping cart one time with Kyle. I don't know if you were there for that, but anyway, so I came up with this idea of just filling stuff up in this shopping cart. It was great. I would just like stock up on like underwear, like, you know, clothes, food. We get like protein bars, workout supplements. And you would get stuff. I got stuff. And the first time we go to, well, this was a recurring theme, but I think we both just walked out the front and loaded up real quick and left, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You walked out with me. I walked out with you. Yes. See, when Kyle did it with me, he was more nervous and he went out to his car first and was ready to load up. So I walked up. I was like, oh, we did it in your SUV. We did it in my SUV. Yeah. And I was you always the SUV. getaway driver. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And because one time we, we almost got followed. Yes. I remember that. Oh. I was stepping on it. Remember I yes. ran that red light? Yes. Get out of there. We were nervous yeah, because I was nervous. Oh, going out and the alarm starts going off because I was getting these work. No, because you had a lotion. There was we a, never knew. It was a special lotion. It was like stupid cheap lotion, like oil of Olay or something. And so every time we we're walking this shopping cart out, I was, I was pretty nervous the first time we did it. So like, was I ever on like my, so when I did with Kyle, I'm not sure if I did this with you, but I used to pretend like I was on the phone. So yeah. I had my phone up. I think, I know I'm coming. Yeah. Babe, I'm on my way. I'll be there in a second. Just yeah. in case somebody tried talking to me, I just, just acted like I was right. caught up in a conversation and ignoring them. Mm -hmm. Because I did walk by the door. Security. Because that would be it. If the security was there and you had this shopping cart full, you had this anticipation of getting all of this stuff. So you were willing to roll the dice. Whereas, right. well, maybe only one time did I actually get to push it by when no one was paying attention. Right. So the alarm goes off and every time they try to like ask you to stop. But one time they, they followed out to see what was going on. And it's, you know, you got to load all the shit. It's, it's a lot in, of stuff. There was like- Not in bags. Not in bags. So one you at a time. Gotta, yeah. Well, you just are boom, 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 boom. boom yeah. Go. Go, 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 Adrenaline go. to the nine. Uh-huh. Running red lights. <laughs> red light running. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Th that was that was pretty 
Is that, I mean, I, that, that, that was up, that was pretty intense at that time. That was, that was intense. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, we were talking about prank calls earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have to go into that. I know. I wish we could, maybe we should like eventually see if the audio, if that video still exists. Do you think that video still exists of me? I had it. It's only like on YouTube. Like Facebook or something on my old videos. I think I do have it. I think it's on a YouTube. It was. It's like on your YouTube page. Maybe, maybe it's there too. From like holiday prank fest. Years. Yeah. We used to prank call people and you remind, this is a terrible story. I hope your professor was not the best. She was great. She was great. <laughs> Damn it. She was really great. I was a bad kid. Yeah, we, were bad. Bad. we I was, were bad. I can't help it. I just was. And I <laughs> prank called <laughs> your college professor. And what happened? Uh, she thought that you were her boyfriend. Big mistake. Yeah. Her boyfriend. Yeah. She said, oh, um, Matthew. And I said, yes. And he thought, he thought for a second and I go, tell her yes. Okay. And so it was you. Yeah, it was me actually. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Feel better about it. Yeah. And you said, yes. (laughs) And, and she said, are you drunk? And and he said, oh no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not drunk. But I kind of acted. But you acted drunk. Yeah. But proceeded to act drunk. (laughs) And so I found out the following week that she had (laughs) broken up with this boyfriend of hers probably because he lied and said i didn't i wasn't <laughs> drinking we never talked oh my god go oh my god yeah so that happened we prank called i don't even remember we used to just print we I did wish- that too to to linda sherman as well we t- we uh one one day it was um april fools and i think you called or i called and and said that they canceled some huge like event. Yeah. And she wound up not going mm. to this event. <laughs> God, that's terrible. It was really bad. Yeah. I'll tell you a prank phone call story. I wish I could remember some of what we did, but this is one that I used to do when I first started prank phone calling. Uh, I was like, I don't know. 14 13 and i knew there was like that star 67 where you could press it and they wouldn't be able to star 69 you right pretty funny that it's 69 of all things it could be it could be right that's an inside joke all right real quick my dog needs another you need to go lay down you need to go lay down you need to stop you need to just figure it out lay down and relax thank you good boy all right so it was actually do you remember Mackermuth and John Wood, either one of them, they're my age. It doesn't really matter, but and the names I do remember, but they don't so stick out. When one of us, when I was hanging out with, when I was hanging out with John and we're prank phone calling people, we used to do it all three of us together because we were hanging out. But one time Matt couldn't make it. So I just started, whenever I get to a voicemail, I would just leave a message saying I was Mackermuth some long-winded thing and i gave my number but i mean like we were prank phone calling people all night long Mm -hmm. so i left like 60 messages on different phone numbers saying hey this is (laughs) macamuth 
I just want to give you the unfortunate news that my mom passed away. <laughs> and so these people would call back. I'd leave angry messages. I'd act like it was serious. I, and then we started, once we got in the rhythm of it, we wanted to get voicemails. We didn't want to get actual people. Right. So what I would do is we would call businesses and have them call us back. So one of them was a nursing home. And I said, if my mom picks up, she's not going to be compliant. So you just got to do your best to get me on the line. Don't listen to her. She's crazy. She needs to find a nursing. So if she picks up, just really try to convince her that you need to talk to me. Oh, over the next like, you know, few days, she got so many, they got so many phone calls. And then we would do it to John. But it was just, you know, uh, her, Matt's mom was pissed. One time, one time we were at their family friend's house playing video games with like his uncle and they ate all their tasty cakes in like a box of like five of those peanut butter candy cake things and I ate them all so I was never allowed back over there. They're like, like that kid is never allowed over here. He ate all of her tasty cakes. Oh. Do you remember when you um, prank phone called Sarah Corley, my um, oh. first love, woman love? Okay, tell me about it. Do you remember what happened or no? I, I remember. I remember we tried a couple times over a couple different holidays, and then one Thanksgiving, um, she picked up, mm-hmm. and you said Happy Thanksgiving, Sarah, <laughs> and she paused and said Happy Thanksgiving. It was more though, right? It was or, more. It went on. This conversation went on for probably twenty minutes. I had a lot of you conversations really, with like people you knew, and she phone call. Yeah, and I think that, and then she said something to the effect of, "Oh, well, I'm looking forward to my next phone call next, the next holiday." Remember yes. that? Yes. Oh my God, that's right. Because we let her know right exactly. Yeah, and you had different monikers. It was like yes. Mitch, Scotty McDougal, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch was, Banana. Mitch Banana. Mitch Banana Banana was like, yes. I don't know if I used like a European accent or like a rough Oh, you switched. You would switch in between European and... And like like a... So Mitch started... So Mitch started as a character I played whenever I had a substitute named Mr. Dietz. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I talked like it. Yeah, Mr. Dietz. And I said my name was Mitch. Yeah. So the first time I ever had him as a sub, he's... Eddie Speck. And then he's like, here, uh, D- Dean Thrasher. Here, M- Mike Turpin. Uh, that's Mitch, sir. Oh, it's Mike on here. Let me change it. So from then on, every time I had Mr. Deeds as a substitute, I talked just like him. Yeah. And I always talked to him. Because I had, do you know, the class was like, what in the fuck is going on? And I remember one time I was walking down the hallway and the assistant principal, Dr. Reynolds, who knew <gasps> me very Reynolds. well. She loved me. Yes. They I loved when her. I got, when I had to go to the yeah, office. Yeah, they loved you, stuff. yeah. But I spent a lot of time at the office. Right. And Dr. Reynolds goes, oh, good, good morning, uh, Mr. Turpin. And Mr. Dietz was staying next to her. Top of the morning, Mitch. And I go, top of the morning, Mr. Dietz, right in front of Dr. Reynolds. And she just looked at me and her exact words were, I need to talk to you later. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was, uh, 
high school, that was crazy. Oh my God, talking about crazy shit. Do you remember the fucking house parties? Yes, I was. I wanted to touch on those too. Oh my God. I had a, like the first time my dad ever went out of town and I was like old enough where I could just have a bunch of people over. I started inviting friends and just said, yeah, tell anybody to come over. I didn't anybody. Yeah. It. I mean, it was like, how many people do you oh think? Oh my God, probably packed like 60 people. At, at, at a time. At a time, yeah. But, coming, but people going, were coming steadily. Because people right. were like, I don't, it was overwhelming for some people. It was in the loud. There music. was over, well over a hundred people easily showed up throughout the night and i mean just think about it it was a four-story sort of house right and all levels all levels were packed and i mean it was like a drinking game on one thing um dancing on one dancing was on the the The, basement yes the first part of the basement the basement basement was where people were like smoking pot Uh, oh i didn't know they were doing that down there i know well i never did any drugs back then but didn't we smoke a little pot? I never smoked pot with you. I, I would smoke it by myself. I never smoked. I smoked it with your brother. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you smoked I remember cigarettes. watching. I remember watching um, Alejandro Jodorowsky oh. and smoking pot to the Holy, Holy Mountain. Mountain. The Holy Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I mean, I never smoked pot till I was 27. I never did drugs back then. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't click because I've smoked so much. Right. since then or you know me as the psychedelic, psychedelic athlete. athlete right it's but, true um, you were really straight at connor you need to go lay down you go do you want to go to your room then lay down <laughs> it's leverage thank you bud he gets anxious when there's people in the house he doesn't know what to do um yeah i was kind of straight edge you were and it, well, I mean, yeah i definitely didn't do any drugs right not at all i had never drank so I oh, never wow. drank when we were for yeah. You weren't you weren't having you weren't drinking no, at the parties. Never. Oh wow, we I had never, so much fun. I know. My God, it's crazy. We would dance. Dance. We were dancing. There's this yes. one picture. Remember, of us dancing. Of us dancing. Yes. And I have this look on my face. It's just so savage. Yeah, I think I have a shirt. You're like I my have shirt, a is shirt wrapped of mine neck, wrapped around your neck, and I'm just like this, leaning back. Yeah. 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 That wasn't one of those parties. I know. I know we always had plenty of food because of the Walmart supply. Yeah. Now this is crazy. I don't even know if you know this, but it looked way cooler than it was because nothing really happened. But my dad came home for a little bit to get something and he didn't originally think he was going to be coming home. And it was me you and Katie, your friend. I didn't want to bring it up. Well, I'm not talking about, well, I mean, I know what I, but that was separate. Oh, okay. That was another night. Okay. Me and Katie, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. That Katie? Yes, that Katie. That's so weird. But this was a night where nothing like that happened. Oh, okay. And we were in a bed together, us three. So my dad came (laughs) home. We didn't wake up and he thought I had had a threesome (laughs) with you guys. So what was he was like, kind of thought it was cool. Yeah, he thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. He didn't bring it up to me right away, but eventually he brought up, yeah, yeah, that was that night you had two girls in the bed at the same time. <laughs> I didn't tell him. I mean, yeah, I, of course you let, I let him. him. Yeah. yeah. It's my dad. Yeah, let him. Yeah, yeah that, he thinks that's cool. Yeah. He was more pissed about like shit getting broken and people doing <laughs> burnouts and stuff <laughs> in the drain, like the Donuts grass. Donuts in the grass. Mm. That's disrespectful. Oh, I got in trouble for my socks today. They say fuck off. 
my grandfather read me the riot act today <clears throat> you wore that in front of your grandparents yeah he said i'm disappointed in you pal um, you, you have more class than that well he's like and for you to wear them around your grandparents i'm just you should burn those socks that's what he said no mm. mm. yeah. tell, tell him i got them for you no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a good guy yeah but he definitely wouldn't he like doesn't that. care for i forget sometimes how old-fashioned they are though you know out in california all these older people are yeah, just like apparently out in California, the they bird. sell dildos at vibrators at department Even, stores. They do. They sure do. I was on the hunt for one. Yeah. I couldn't find one here in Maryland. No, because we they, were at the mall and you were looking at a face thing. Yeah. And she goes, What do you, can I help you? And you're like, Is this a vibrator? Mm. She goes, No, it goes on your face. <laughs> 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 I just it looked kinda, like I kind of just like just like kind of directed my attention. Like I just kind of you became in my peripheral. Yeah, like, I don't know her. I mean, you're like, sorry, did I embarrass you? And I was like, oh no, were you embarrassed? <laughs> she was the embarrassed. Thing, the thing said vibrator on it or, or vibrose or something. Yeah. I'm probably making that word up, but no, if it was a vibrator, it would have been exactly what you were looking for. It looked fancy. Well, the one I purchased is fancy. Right. It looked exactly like, like the one we saw at Nordstrom. Yeah, we were at Nordstrom. Yeah. We were at the Towson Town Center. Uh, we were going vibrator at jean shopping. Yes. One of us was looking for jeans and one of us was looking for vibrators. Guess which one? <laughs> we found the jeans at Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah, we found the jeans. They do have those on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know. I, I don't, I, find it hard to believe we could do some cold calls but i find it hard to believe that they sell vibrators at normal stores in maryland in Har you mean oh merlin merlin, merlin? Okay, sorry yeah. i didn't understand what you were saying yeah excuse me in maryland in Mar oh, oh sorry no. i said it with a, i'm from yeah yeah the light bulb just i'm from balmore 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 yeah no people understand when you say that just north of washington <laughs> Yes. Um, does anybody in your family have say things like that? Does anybody say wash instead of wash? No, they, they actually don't. They're pretty mild when it comes to their proper. They're pretty proper. Yeah, I'll give them that. You know, horse people. They're like, you know, hicks, but yeah, fancy. Fancy so, hicks. Sort of fan like fancy hicks. Yeah. It's a good way of up, putting it. Upscale hicks. Upscale. Yeah. That's a class. They've got lots of class. Class. No, no, I didn't no, get any of that. No fuck off socks. No fuck off socks. No, that's a complete just. The rebel. Uh, yeah, that's the rebel in me. And I said, oh, the, my grandfather says, oh, that word coming out of a woman's mouth, especially just terrible. Oh. Just terrible. So he's allowed to say it, but you, does he cuss at all? No, he doesn't. That's the thing. He does not curse. Um, I think I've heard him curse probably two times in my entire life. Um, and the word is something like shit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, precisely. Yeah. Shat would be the proper. Yes, yeah. I shat my pants. 
<laughs> but your grandma, she cusses like a sailor. She's a sailor. She's in the kitchen dropping, spilling. She spilled. i'm telling you we're sitting there it's she's preparing for christmas breakfast in the morning she's got two dozen eggs in this pan right and my Uh grandfather and i are sitting down we just figured out the configuration where everyone's gonna sit right and we're talking about how she's telling me like your grandmother's gonna be up all night you know you're gonna you're gonna be woken up by curse words Mm -hmm. i guarantee it and as he's saying that I'm looking, I look over and she's got this tray with very uh, low sides and it's filled with raw eggs and whatever she's done to these raw eggs, I don't know, but she picks it up to bring it to the oven and it goes in slow motion. And then on the floor, all two dozen eggs, raw eggs are everywhere on the floor running down the cabinets mm. and she is just lost her mind and yells. And my grandfather and I are looking at each other just in shock complete shock and right. I just sort of back up because I don't want to be in the crossfires no you know I let them handle it um yeah so there what did she did she didn't say anything she was she was upset she's oh sh- oh shit she like shit <laughs> she's like she's, yeah oh Oh was, shit! I can't believe I did that. Uh, how did I? Shit! Shit! How? How shit, can I? Yeah. Shit! 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 shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit! shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. She. Oh man, I just. Poor thing. Just, I'm not gonna say it. What were you gonna say? Well, no, I think. Remember earlier, I said I made. A joke that she says the end word, but she doesn't say it. No, 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 they're not racist. Say, so I was no. gonna say shit colored people. <laughs> that's that's terrible. <laughs> oh, we'll cut that out. We'll bleep, <laughs> that, out. We'll bleep that out. No. Those damn <laughs> shit colored. <laughs> <laughs> they can clean this mess up. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going to say it. So just don't be too embarrassed. I'm sorry. but So my great-grandmother. Now, keep in mind, my great-grandmother. Great. Great. She lived in West Virginia slash Virginia in coal mining area. They, especially compared to their surroundings, they were very not racist. Like any white people that lived in that area, I mean, we're as racist as anybody could ever be, ever, especially by today's standards, right. right? But these were much, these people were much more understanding and didn't think that way as much, you know, Native Americans, 100% Native American, and they had their own issues. They had to pretend that they were what you call Black Dutch instead of saying they were Native American because apparently it was bad to be Native American. So they pretended they were actually part Black. So I don't know how that works, but. That, that was like, so they, they actually were pretty cool. As a matter of fact, my great-grandfather, when he got television, he thought television was real. He couldn't read or write. And when Sanford and Son was on, he would be like, see, I told you Black people are good or okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, these are, so, I like Fred Sanford and Lamont. <laughs> he used them as leverage That's, for black people yeah. he would argue with people mm-hmm. who were really racist oh. and be like but what about fred sanford 
<laughs> He's hilarious. You know, he loved Sanford and Son when it came out. So my great-grandmother in her old age, one time at the table when I was a young kid, was, and I love my great-grandmother. If there's anybody that like spiritually I'm connected to, I've only really had a direct connection to somebody in like a spiritual psychedelic revelation. And I asked for like, I just kept asking like, please, somebody come to me. I would love to experience mm -hmm. this. Everyone I knew was experiencing like dead relatives and family members and stuff. I was like, I want to experience that. And who showed themselves to me? Mm -hmm. My great grandmother. And it was like my favorite person growing up. And I, I love her to death, but she, she said in her old age, she was having trouble taking care of the house. And she's like, man, I really should get one of those nigger ladies <laughs> to come in and live with me. How much do you think that would cost? I take good care of her. She could live in the spare bedroom. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's smack her and tell her what to do. No, that's terrible. No, she would have treated her nice, but I'm sure. By olden but, time standards, yeah. but by modern times, it probably wouldn't have been the best. So sure, yeah. uh, uh -huh. So that was uh do you do, where's like your family origins beyond you are like old time Maryland, right? Like the property that your grandparents live on, like that general area, is that where like Oh, there were slaves and no, yeah. no, 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 no. They bought that farm 35 years ago. Okay. Right and originally that was a plantation. Originally that was a plantation. In they, Maryland, which is weird. I didn't Merlin, know. Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Merlin. You know what I'm talking um, about. Same like, for instance, they gutted basically the entire home and in that process found artifacts of slaves and and letters and bottles and little time capsules. Black slaves? No, I'm sorry, it doesn't. I, I'm gonna, I think I'd venture to say they okay, were probably okay. all right. Black. Keep going, yeah. Um, where's your grandma? Right, it's done. very creepy, um, things written on the wall, and mm. on, on bedroom walls, and things like that. And I, or, and then there's there was one really strange omen, um, in my grandparents' old original bedroom. Um, so my uncle has been married and divorced twice and married three times so he's on to his third wife now and her name's amy and my uncle is john and on that wall when they stripped the wallpaper from the wall right about the same time they were getting married um it said amy hates john <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah isn't that <laughs> strange right that's weird but i was just in the car with my grandparents going to uh atlantic city for some gambling yesterday and during that three-hour ride they i brought a david sedaris book thinking i needed something funny but turns out that their quips and their squawking back and forth was far funnier so yes. i put the david sedaris book down i was like this is way better so i'm just listening and go back and forth about you know the family dysfunction and Move over, David Sedaris. I mean, move over, David Sedaris. I mean, they, they're talking about ruined family parties mm. and divorces and all kinds of stuff. I mean, wow. so, so good. Yeah. Things I never knew. I never knew. And they said, look, don't repeat this. And I thought, well, God, I don't think I, Every unless I'm on the podcast, maybe I'll, yeah. I'll repeat it. 
Yeah, under a moniker. Your is moniker. What do you think moniker means? Moniker works. It's like a nickname. Nickname is that what it means? Basically, a given name. Yeah, and the definition is basically a nickname. Yeah, nickname. A nickname, comma basically. Right. We're gonna go with that one. Right. All right. So, Hattie. Yeah. We're gonna use that maybe. Hattie is my is my alter ego. Nice. Mine was Scotty McDougal or Mitch Banana. Mitch Banana. Mitch Scotty McDougal was something I did when I when I really went with European accent. But sometimes I would say, but oh yeah, I forget. I would tell, man, I wish I could remember that. I would say my name was Mitch, and then Mitch Banana started because I would say my name, and they're like Mitch who, and then it just right. Banana. You just right. You, I think it just came. You out had a banana, time. and I think. Forget. There was a banana sitting there or something. You looked at it and you said, banana. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. That was a prank for that came into fru- fruition. Fruition, fruition huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Yeah, it's good. That, you thought of that. Yeah. First time ever right there. That came into fruition during a prank call. So Mitch Banana holds a place in my heart. I forgot that name. I'm glad oh, you remember. Yeah. I got to bring that back. Really. I'm sure my training partners will enjoy me talking in an accent and pretending I'm somebody else all day for the next few weeks because that'll happen. When I went to Japan, they came back. My thing was talking in a Japanese accent and putting San at their end at the end of the name, you know? So like Kevin San. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a, a few uh, Asians that work uh, with me now and they're all Reiko-san. Uh, Ani-san. Ani-san. Yeah. So right. my thing was, so like San is a sign of respect, right? right? Like, you know, so my thing was like, have you ever seen half baked when he's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah. You're cool. You. Yeah. I right. Love that. So my thing is I do like a flip like that. I go, Kevin San, you know, Jonathan San, uh, Terry San, Eddie. <laughs> Laura San. Yeah. yeah. Eddie. So I'll just leave a son off the one person that's like the butt of the joke. That's you guys can use that one. So we're gonna are we gonna talk about you know what do you want? Da- are we gonna go into like dating or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, should... what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't. I, you're the host. Okay, well, let's talk about. Do you want to talk about like a past? Do you want to? Do you want to talk about like a past relationship, or or the current situations, or? I think I don't think current situations are. are you just want to talk about where? What's your current dynamic? Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Yeah, let me hear about your current dynamic. My current dynamic. Well, so I've been in love, or I've, yes, I'll say I'll say I've been in love with uh, an agoraphobic. And that is somebody that doesn't leave the house right or is afraid to go outside is that it yeah i I think that's by definition right agoraphobic i'd say she doesn't like to leave the house how long have you been in love with her five years five years yeah younger or older five years older oh twice my age twice your age twice yes um can you imagine it just no go ahead go ahead which uh, same sex twice your age you're not leaving the house because <laughs> it's yeah no i mean 
Steph was a, it was at times a little agoraphobic, my age, uh, but a little agoraphobic. You know, she's playing it a little slow. It's been five years and you, you've just been trying to reel her in, right? Yeah. But you, what is like the furthest line you've crossed beyond friends? With have, this particular? Yeah. Has there been like flirts? Well, recently I sent, um, finally I, I thought, okay, I've exhausted all other options. I've come at it from a, you know, sort of being gentlemanly and, you know, polite. And, and that seemed to have not been getting me too, too far. So I thought, all right, what angle have I not approached this from? All right. I said, that's it. The good old naked selfie. Yes. So I did. I, I snapped one good one and I sent it. Mirror? No, no. Just laying after shower. I just happened to catch just right angle a selfie was, you're like holding it in it your was, hand yeah but you can't see it, it almost looks like somebody else took it and it's the lighting is good and it's still tasteful enough but it's very sexy mm. sent that off i didn't hear um for a couple hours and i, I was getting a little nervous right it's like oh this could go mm, i don't know I mean, what have I got to lose, right? Right. At this point, there was not really much to lose. I I pretty much done everything else I could do, said all I could say, and waited as long as I could wait, right? I, it's been, I mean, technically, let's say three years. Okay. But I've known, if I do the math, I've known this person for five. Right. Five years. And so what happened? You sent the photo. Oh, it was well-received. Right. It was, it was actually, what did she say? Uh, so, you're, I'm, you're making me wet. <laughs> <laughs> More. Did she return the favor? <laughs> no. And I didn't No, she did not. Fingering myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, but she was into it. She was into it. Let's just put it that way. She was but into she it. she knew that you were into her. Oh, yeah. I made that very clear. For, for a long time, I made, I made that very clear. And she yeah. just was I threw down the gauntlet. I, I threw down the gauntlet. I mean, and, right. and also. Oh, we got my roommate coming up. Whoa, whoa. Well, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. So um, after that, I'll just look. We're recording the podcast. So. Um, so you sent that when was that how long ago was that uh, that was only two weeks ago two weeks two weeks ago wow that's recent yeah it's recent and, and then you... and then i got to um kind of take her out for dinner wow it was only a day after that so it worked i feel like it worked but no lines were crossed then no no i honestly i really wanted to you know but this is the first time you were able to like take her out take her out on a normal sort of willing to leave the house right willing to leave the house i'm not sure if she felt sorry for me or whatever but she did come out come out oh oh out to dinner out to dinner yeah right right but you think it might no i don't think it was because she just felt sorry for you i don't know i just come from a funeral that day so i I, oh i i don't know did you no, say it genuinely... would really upset me even worse if you did? Did you use that as I leverage? I didn't use it. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, really, I'd really, really cheer me up. Send me right over the yeah. edge if you said no. I would totally forget about my mom right now. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
not to devalue whoever actually died. I know, I know. We love her. She's, yeah. Yeah. Connor's a little torn up about it. My dog just (laughs) whined. Um, So that's going, that's cool. Uh, I'll tell you, the clock is ticking because she is twice. I would like, I would like, you know, if she needs to to hurry up because I'm just going to give you some advice. Go ahead. I would say, I would emphasize the fact that it's like, you know, you only have so much of your life left. Like, you just went to a funeral the other day. Life is short. Life is short. <laughs> so there's a lot of shit going on in the world. Yeah. She doesn't even really need to leave her house much. No, I always said, I always. You can go to her yeah. house. I mean, I have a perfectly good closet, you know? Yes. Like, she, exactly. So, perfectly good. You, and spacious. I mean, now the thing is, once you get some momentum, You've got to keep it going. See, yeah, I, I will keep it going. When you go back, you got to try to get something right away. Get like something just right expect, away, right. Just go in with the expectation of, of course, you're going to go out to dinner again. Right. Of course, you're going to do something again. Right. Maybe like, and, and maybe not give her an easy out. Like maybe give her a couple options. What, just show up at the door? Well, that might, you could do that. No. That might be a little, I would, I would just say like, would you rather go here or here? That's good. You know, it kind of like, it's, it just is like based on the assumption that she's going to want to go out with you again. Right. And um, maybe not make her pick a day, maybe just like pick a time. And if she says no, don't immediately go to another time. But in a couple days, say, oh, well, are you free at this day, this time? Right. Sometimes I think when you're rapid fire and they say no immediately, you don't know why they say no. So if they say no for any other reason, other than they seriously can't, they might fire back if they want to go out badly or if it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Because if she's that way on the fence, as far as like wanting to leave the house, she it might, you might have to catch her at the right mood to get her to yeah, or something. So, I do have to catch her in the right mood. So every couple days, just hit her with something. Hey, you want to go uh, catch catch some food Tuesday night, right? Mm. She says, you know, no. Wait till after Tuesday, right? Tuesday night comes along. She's sitting at home. She thinks I could be out to dinner with Claire, but I'm sitting here. Let her think about it. Let that day pass right. by. So maybe you, and don't, don't do it like a week in advance, like say tomorrow or Tuesday. Right. It's like no, it's Sunday, too much time one or two days out, ask her if she wants to grab food. Maybe not spring her on, spring it on her same day. Maybe give her a day's notice. Okay. But you could even do same day. Hey, what do you, you, you want to grab something to eat later? Like that could be a morning text. Right. So something in the short well, I term. I got her phone number finally. Oh my, yeah, that's You know crazy. how long it took me to get her phone number? How are you talking to her? Or Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least there was that, but yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean. Yeah, like, that took me this long to just get her phone number. Have you ever talked on the phone? I called her on Christmas. She picked right up. Wow. Yeah. Good conversation. Good conversation. That's good. Yeah, it went well. Talked for a while. Man. Yeah. Do you think... Well, you did say she was jealous one time of somebody that you were dating. Yes. So she was. I think she was. That was a good sign. That was a good sign. I thought, oh, well, 
I don't mind this anger because at least, you know, yeah, there's something there, right? Let, yeah, we don't have we don't do we don't have to say names. But let's just no, say no, the no, other no. person's name no is names. Babs. Babs? Yeah. All right. So Babs. What you could do is yeah. you could be like, you could you could do this. You could be like, hey, you want to go out to eat Tuesday or you know, later, maybe later tonight, grab some sushi. I don't know if she's into that, but tacos and dancing, that's what I love. <laughs> and if she says no, she can't be like, oh, it's all right, I'll see what Babs is doing. <laughs> but then you could just say jk just k jk 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 fuck that bitch <laughs> you know like make it endearing but yeah. make her think get the gears going just yeah it's funny lol you bitch <laughs> jk jk <laughs> yeah i'm sure she would love that yeah so that kind of connor buddy what are your do your grand what would you think your grandparents would think of connor go lay down i'm serious Go lay down. What? That they would think about what? You dating a woman twice your age. Well, they've they've met a woman I've dated who was two and a half times my age. So Oh, they'd be relieved. They'd be relieved. They would think, okay, well, she's, you know, yeah, being a little more that's what the funeral was that you went to. So <laughs> it's nice it's nice being in person because i can joke around better when, yeah, when better. i'm doing like interviews with people, i gotta be i can be a little funny but i you know i get to really yeah, experiment can, can, with right and you know juking me, you and can, jiving. Uh, yeah. i'm juking and, I'm juking and jiving juking and jiving <laughs> that's what i'm doing on this episode lots of juking and jiving <laughs> yeah because we can do that here we can do that here between you and me play around in the paint don't go too hard okay Juke and jive. All right. So, okay. Well, that, that, that they're, non, they're non judgmental people for the most part. I mean, they talk a lot of shit. They do. Right. They talk a lot of shit. But for the most part, they, they just really want me to be happy. So, whatever that means for me is, oh, it would be okay. Healthy and happy. Yeah. As long as it's healthy, as long as it's, yeah. If you have a job, as long as I have a job, I've got, things together healthy. i'm paying my own bills they're I mean, not worried they're not yeah they, they don't care bigger, what i do they got, they got bigger fish, fish to fry yes you know? that's good that's good that's very understandable yeah yeah um yeah i don't really have anything specific i'll tell you the big thing for me and this is not a big thing but and this is nothing like creepy like if somebody's literally listening to this it has been nice so okay i was talking to um, a girl who was an instructor at a, at a yoga studio and she was a massage therapist and I, I actually got a massage and was, I didn't do anything weird there but I think she could probably tell that I was interested in her uh, from a conversation you know just I think she could just tell in general but either way I eventually asked her out to uh, dinner and she was down and um we, we hung out some and then she was taking me to the yoga studio that she taught at and we took class together a few times mm -hmm. and we're hanging out she stopped teaching at that studio so she went to a different studio she moved further into the city we haven't really hung out much since then um but she did send me a good pic the other day oh she did Out was it blue. was it nude yes at like 10 30 in the morning Oh, I know. Are you just getting up or are you still up? 
you know? That's neither here nor there. Right. But it doesn't matter. But I thought. Uh, are you a morning person? Well, I mean, I was up. I was working. So. No, but, I meant, are you? Oh, in general? Uh, I am not necessarily by choice. It's healthy for me to get up in the morning and do stuff. But if I had like a retired life, I would probably spend way too much time just like laying in bed and falling back to sleep mm -hmm. and not having the motivation to start my day unless I had like a set schedule. Right. So that happens sometimes. It's hard for me to like, all right, get up and start doing stuff mm -hmm. when I do have the opportunity to right. sleep in. Um, I'm pretty flexible as far as like night person, morning person. I don't have a specific preference, but that, that kind of sums it up. I get up early as hell to go train or to train clients or to work. I rarely, I rarely don't have a reason to get up early in the morning. So, um, but anyway, I got in the habit of going to yoga. So for the past, I mean, that, that was, a, I mean, I started hanging out with her, God, probably close to a year, no, probably eight months ago, nine months ago. And I kept going to the studio. And I'll tell you, it's just kind of nice being a single guy in mm -hmm. a sea of, you know, a decent amount of single women. And it's not that there's ever anything that like really crosses lines or is overly flirty. Um, but it's just nice to know that I'm in a real pool as opposed to like needing to be on like a dating app to talk to mm -hmm. people or maybe approaching the only girl out of like a bunch of dudes at a jujitsu class mm -hmm. or what are you going to cuss somebody at the grocery store? Like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not a big enough drinker probably to want to meet somebody out at the, the bar. I mean, a preference for me would be somebody who didn't drink much at all, you know? So I, I've kind of found a, a thing where it's like, unless I want to go out of my way to randomly drop hints on social media, which I'm kind of tired of doing, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. worked before, right. you know, I'm tired of dating apps. This is my big problem. Tell me. If you don't know me in the person, you're going to have a really hard time figuring out what I might be like. Oh, absolutely. So if you're just judging me by a dating app. I don't think that's possible. It, especially for me, it's like extra hard. And I don't want to tell somebody everything about me. I don't want to say, but then it, it's like, as it unfolds, it's like, I should probably tell them some of the stuff I'm involved in. And I'm such an outspoken person on like my social media, the psychedelic athlete stuff, the even if it's just, you know, you do jujitsu or whatever, when I was doing stand-up comedy, like, I don't know, that's like, that's not attractive. People think that's attractive. Maybe like one of those things is a little attractive, but when you do like a lot of stuff, if they don't know you, it's hard for them to like put that into some sort of context or whatever. So if they, if they don't know my history, like somebody I went to school with, it's hard to just like meet somebody who doesn't at least know me from a dynamic and can relate it to, oh, I see this guy interact with people on a daily. I see how he walks into a room. I catch his aura. That is a better situation for me. Mm -hmm. I'm a much better sell at a yoga studio. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I definitely feel like a, an on-demand guy there, you know?
And you got that that big old booty. The big old booty. Huge. Cauliflower ear. Cauliflower ear. Tattoos. I don't talk at the yoga studio, so I don't like dig a hole. Or I don't oh, like I'm good. not obnoxious. Right. So oh, that's like, a great idea. Yeah, right. Don't so they, talk. They yeah, they can just project what they, they can want. Imagine onto you. It. Yeah. When I do talk, it's more like, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So, sorry. Yeah. So are you a real humdinger? Yeah, and and you know, they already would know what I look like with my shirt off. So if they're attracted to you or anything strikes up, like that's extra level of mm-hmm. comfort. Right. You know, yeah, you've already yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really worried about anything else as far as that goes. Like I know they're attracted to me enough, but I'm not, I'm also res- I respect the studio and I just like the I like the fact that it's an option and not anything solidified. So it's not really ruining my dynamic right. at the studio. So lately, just knowing that I walk into the studio, there's new girl. It's not even like a girl. It's the fact that there are women, a large amount of women who, if they were interested, if the, whatever, something might come of it. Right. They're attractive. They're, they're going to yoga. I find that, mm-hmm. I find that attractive. I like that. Um, I find that kind of hot, you know? Um, so that has been something that's been keeping me occupied. Whereas before I probably, after like a month or two of not talking to somebody, I might fire up Tinder. Right. And I haven't, and I haven't had any interest in it. And it's been nice just to be happy with being in a dynamic and like, I'm not a gawker. So it's not like I'm in there being a creeper. Like I'm not staring at butts. I'm not <laughs> making, I'm not striking up conversation with people randomly and trying to, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just minding my own, but being happy knowing that if people were interested, I am there to be interested in. Oh, I like that. Yes. I think that's very healthy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so I that's, like that for you. That's, that's where I've been. Um, and I'm, I'm content with that. I'm, it's tough for me. Like I'm starting up this podcast. I take jujitsu competitions seriously. I'm the type of person that when something comes around that I want, I'm willing to make the sacrifices for it. Right. I don't mind. Like, like tonight you said your flight was delayed. Uh, I was excited to be able to hang out tonight. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to do things with people. I want to do things with, and I think people mistake my busy lifestyle as not having time for somebody. Whereas historically, I've literally manipulated my schedule or my time to fit around sure. pretty much any girl's schedule. I mean, it'd be tough with landscaping and, and my 5 a.m. training, but that's normal. People have a job. They can't, outside of my job and, and like an early morning training session, I would be willing to be as pliable as needed to be for dating. So, but people see my schedule, they see all the things I do. I think they're like, God, mm-hmm. I don't, how's that guy gonna have time for anything? Oh, well, it's because I'm single. Right, you're just- I fill my schedule up. up. I would fill my schedule up with you. If, <laughs> should you know what I mean? He should write that. Yes. That should be- That's a good thing. If I ever do Tinder- The tagline. Yeah, don't let this my busy schedule- Yeah, I fill my schedule, whether it's with you or without you, but I'm willing or- No, see, I can't be too- distracted. No, it can't be- It's gotta be- Short just, and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. One-liner, just- That's light, what I'm known for. Yeah. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. <laughs> 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 this is what you're known for. Yeah, right? I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, 
I know. I meant because I'm long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should we should cover on this. I think we we kind of covered a lot of the covered bases. A lot. We, we a have lot a two-week continued. It gives us yeah, we a should. part two. We're part teasing. Two. We can update. This is, a teaser. is there anything else that we want to update on? An accountability. No, let's just keep it. We can always run an update on the uh, yoga studio, the agoraphobia, the day. The agoraphobia. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it should be such a calls. right. We could prank call somebody on the next episode. We should. Yes. Okay. I'll have to see who my guest is, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so cool. Do you want to? Huh? Do you huh? want to promote anything? You, you, you know. I don't know. We should tell people that you are learning how to make jewelry. I do make jewelry. jewelry. Yeah, I'm making jewelry now. Uh, fine jewelry. Do you sell it online? I don't. Uh, it's word of In mouth, store. but I have word of mouth. Yeah, it's definitely something I keep on the low. Um, but it's looks good. Thank you post you. pictures of it on your yeah, a couple Facebook. pictures that go up. But basically, I just do commissions, commission work mm -hmm. right now. Um, and I work for, you know, diamond importer. So I'm still in the in the biz. Nice. From from, you know, nine to five, and then from five to whenever. West Hollywood. West Hollywood. West Hollywood. You don't need to sell stuff online. You live in West Hollywood. Uh, nobody in West Hollywood has any money. That's the Northeast. Yeah. No, it's it's more more like um, Santa Monica and um, the Palisades. That's that's where the money is. Is that in Hollywood? No, that's no. What's Palisades? Palisades is near the water. Mm. West, West Side. Yeah, Skid West Row. Side. Yeah, Skid Row. <laughs> you ever been down Skid Row? I, I have actually. I mean, just. Is it as bad as they say? It is. It's very bad. Very is bad. there anything like it? Have you ever been around? Anything like that? Is that the worst that's situation? The worst worst you've ever situation, been yeah. Worst. Skid Row. Skid Row is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, yeah. You ever so, been outside of the country? Have I? Yeah. Yeah. I lived. I lived overseas for a little while. Oh yeah. Yeah. France. No, actually, I've never been to France. Just strange because like I'm taking you're... Rosetta Stone um, French lessons. But um, you seem like you could li like live in. France. I could. I could navigate France probably. I think. Where did you live? Uh, I lived in uh, Rome for a bit. And I then, went to Rome. Yeah. And then, hey, because you've traveled. And then. Yes, I've traveled. You've traveled. You're a well traveled gentleman. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you said, and then. Oh, yes. And then Barcelona. I, I went to Barcelona so, for a little while. I've been to England, obviously, because my half my family is English. So I'm half English. Mm. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, as far as overseas goes nice yeah but all, all over the states if we could travel anywhere together where would we want to go where yeah where do you think would be the most fun to travel i don't even know if it makes a difference if i'm the bulk but if i think it would be I fun to go to france with you i do i think cool. i think france could be really fun with you yeah i can do I let's could, go to let's go to france yeah france mm -hmm. that's what we want yeah all right, well, 
Well, on that note, thank you for listening. Thanks for having me. The fourth installment of the psychedelic athlete. Yeah, I'll call us. I'll call um, Uber. We can get you home. <laughs> We're gonna go have dinner, eat some food. Yeah. Are you hungry? Oh yeah. Oh, not very good. You say that, and then we're gonna just we'll just get like a bite or something. We'll just have a nibble. Girls do that. I'm gonna eat whatever I. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so. You're really, you're really hungry. All right. Hungry. Let's feed you. All right. Thank you, Claire. I'm gonna Thanks, turn Mike. this off. Mitch, I meant. Yes, and that's banana to you. <laughs> All right. And and meeting for all.